Cobb, Harry Cobb. Despite his lack of character, Jason Rapp did not deserve a death sentence. I had enjoyed a pleasant shuttle flight from Orbitus to Mars until Rapp's call rattled my zip connection. The wind howled and the sand grains patted against the rover's bubble top, suggesting a severe dust storm. He said someone in a silver terrain suit, brandishing a pinpoint pulsar, had hiked through the Martian ridge shadows. Rapp sensed a murderous intent. Beginning of the dust of Mars. When I was in grade school, my first knowledge of Mars came from a catchy phrase, the red planet. Then somebody said that Mars was the god of war. Were there Martian soldiers on the planet Mars? That required a trip to the library. That's when I really got confused, and rightly so. I opened an older hardcover book on Mars. The hell was this? A Martian workforce of Martian canal diggers? Who found out about the canals? I didn't know about Percival Lowell, the purveyor of that disinformation, but the idea of canals on Mars remained in my head for a long time. With the canals, there must be Martians. I heard about the War of the Worlds as adapted by Orson Welles. Add that to the fit in consciousness. I think I was more impressed that Welles faked everybody out back in 1938 with his Mercury Theater of the Air broadcast and that dramatic voice. Then I bought the pocketbook of the stars and planets. Things changed. I didn't see any interviews with Martians bragging about their canals. Perhaps there were dust storms and ice caps. Maybe some type of atmosphere. A further distance from the sun. All scientific knowledge about that was understandable. And then I saw the original invaders from Mars around this time and happily suspended my disbelief to be scared by the movie. In college, I took an elective course on astronomy, which included updated speculation about the actual planet Mars. By then, the U.S. had flown by and orbited Mars. The Soviets were the first to land, but the communication failed. It was Cosmos by Carl Sagan that gave us his personal journey to Mars, as well as debunking Percival Lowell. But he also traced the rocketry of Robert Goddard to the Viking 1 and 2 landings on Mars. By then, I hadn't lost my imagination with the exit of Lowell on the canal, buttressed by the old Edgar Rice Burroughs books about John Carter that Sagan read as a kid. I thought about something different. Why not have a book with the solar system 200 years from now? I asked a mystery writer if I could mix a mystery with the sci-fi. She was firmly on the planet Earth, and I was reaching for the stars. But I did it anyways. Enter Harry Cobb. Yes, Harry Cobb is in the future, but I wanted humans to act like humans. Guess that's why I started out with a murder, Jason Rapp. And a murderer, I'm not telling. Humans acting like humans. Cobb discovering an old love and a hard-nosed former agent becoming flustered upon seeing her and enamored upon being with her, Ariana. Loyalty, Cobb's trusted associate, Rennie Colburn. Camaraderie, Inspector John Patno. Harry Cobb's friend of many years. Chicanery, that becomes evident. Humans being human was a theme in the book, but more than that, being able to bring a narrative to the Martian surface and dome's environment was rewarding. One dome, Barsoom, is named after Edgar Rice Burroughs' designation by the natives for the planet Mars. As tropical storm Elsa swirls up the Atlantic seaboard and over Cape Cod, I swirl into the weekend and will return on Monday. Adios, postscript. 
Great artist rendition of Mars and Domes, like in the Harry Cobb series. 